Rosh Hashanah, Daf Kafchet, the last thing we were discussing was blowing shofar in a hole, and we ended up saying that if a person is inside the hole and you heard the shofar, he is Yotzei Dehovah, if he's standing outside the hole, then uh, he's not Yotzei Dehovah, and with that we are starting the last two words on Kavzayin Amud Bet, where it says Amar Rabah, and now we are starting Kafchet Amud Aleph. So, Rabbah says, Shama miktzat ki'ah babor miktzat ki'ah al-sifat abor. Yet, if a person heard, I guess, half a ki'ah inside the hole, and, then he, and while this ki'ah was going on, he left the bor, and he heard the other half of the ki'ah outside the bor, yatsa. Miktzat ki'ah kodem she'alei amud ha-shahar, miktzat ki'ah the ha-shahar amud ha-shahar. If you heard, let's say, half a ki'ah before dawn, half after, lo yatsa, that ki'ah doesn't count. And Amale Abayan Abayat told Rabbah, My Shana Hatam, why is it over there with Amud Shaha thing? You are not Yitzhak Hobah. The Bayana Kulat Kiabi Hyuva, because you need the entire Ka to be in a Hyuv state, a Velek, and you don't have that because the first half was before Alta Shahar, in Allah Bloden. So then Hachanami, the same thing with the whole Bayana Kulat Kiabi Hyuva, Veleka. You should have the entire Ka in a place where you are Yitzhak Hobah, and you don't have that. The Kamara says, Hachi Ashta, what are you comparing? Hatam Laila loves Man Hyuva over there. You're at, the night is not a time of being at Klal at all. And therefore, this whatever blow that you did is nothing. It's worthless. Hacha with the hole, bor mekom hayuvahu leotan omdim babor. The bor is a place that you are Yitzhak Dehova if you're standing in the bor. And therefore, even if you didn't hear the entire thing in the bor, you are Yitzhak Dehova. So what are we understanding? The Sabah Rabah, Rabah holds Shama Sof Tekiah Belo Tehillah Tekiah If you heard the end of the Tekiah Without the beginning of it, Yatsa Umimela And what do we understand? That Tehillah Tekiah Belo Sof Tekiah Yatsa Then you have to understand that also the beginning of the Tekiah Without the end of it You're also Yatsa The problem is Tashema We learned in our Mishnah Takah Barishona Umashach Bashniya Kishtaim If a person blew a Tekiah and then the second one, he just took a really, really long time. The amount of time it takes to do two tekiyot. So instead of five seconds, he did a ten-second tekiyot. And be'ado elahat, he only has one tekiyot. Only counts for one. Ve'amayin, the g'mayas quite. Tistelik labitatesh, he counts for both. For the beginning of it and the end of it. No, the g'may explains, paskina. we don't stop one long tekiyot. We don't disconnect it. So again, we're going to ask on Rabbi again. If a person blew into a hole in the ground, hole on top of the ground, or into a barrel, if you heard the shofar, if you heard the echo, that first tekiah, that should make you be Yotzei Dehova. And the rest of it, who cares? Before everything mixes up, that first initial blow, the initial sound that you hear, that should be good. So the explains, When Rabbah says that if you heard uh, a partial tekiah, you are Yotzei Dehova, that's Dafka, if you yourself are the blower. So you started blowing in the hole, you left the hole during that tekiah. Okay, in that type of case, you're Yotzei Dehova. That's the case, then what's the Hidush? Of course you're good. So what's Rabbah's Hidush? So Gemara explains. Mahodetema would thought zimnin de mapikra sheva katesh ofar babor. Sometimes you pick up your head out of the hole with your ears, and still the shofar is in the hole. Vekame arbeb kala, and the voice mixes together, and you're hearing echo plus the actual voice, and it won't count. Kamash malani does count. 
So I'm not of Yehuda. Beshofar shel Ola. If a person, you, you know, a korban Ola, before it was shechted, before the blood was thrown, he took off the horn, and you're not allowed to have Hana'ah from it, lo yitka. You're not allowed to blow on purpose, because it shouldn't count. V'im takan, by mistake, you blew it, yatsa. Because you didn't know it was Ola. However, Beshofar shel shelamim, the din is different. Lo yitka, v'im taka, lo yatsa. Don't blow, and even if you didn't, didn't really do anything. Ma'itama, what's the difference between Ola and shelamim? Ola, but me'ilai. Ola, there's this deen of me'ila, of having benefit from something Kodesh. Kevant ma'alba, once you had some sort of benefit, nafkala lahulin, it goes out and it becomes hulin. And now, once you took that shofar off, it now switched it from being an ola to hulin. And the Gemara explains, so an ola, you, there is a deen of me'ila in ola. However, Shilamim, they love Ben Emeilani, who there's no din of Me'ilah when it comes to Shilamim. While they're alive, after you throw the blood, maybe there is. But Isurahu Derachiv Behu, there is an Isur on them, you know, out of any benefit, and they don't go out to Hulin. Therefore, when you blew the Shafar, he's not Yotse the Hova no matter what, because again, it's a mitzvah Baba Avira, that's the way the Ritva explains it. Matki Flarala. So Rada has a question on Rabiuda. Emat Ma'al person who used that uh, shofar of an ola, and uh, at what point is he doing this ma'ilah? If it's after he blows the shofar, then he's blowing something asur, and he shouldn't be yotzei hova. Ela Marabaraba argues on what Rabbi Yehuda said, both whether it's a shofar, shalamim, ola, doesn't make a difference, it's avera, uh, and therefore you're not yotzei hova. And Hadar Amar, and after that, Rabbah changed his mind and said, It doesn't make a difference. Why? Because it's a mitzvah. And mitzvot, the mitzvah is not meant for your benefit. Hashem commanded you something, you're just following commandment, and you happen to use the wrong thing. And since there's no anah, you didn't do a me'ilah, and therefore you technically are you to the chovah. And I'm arguing that b'shofar shel If it's a shofar avodazara that they used it for avodazara, lo yitka. They shouldn't blow that shofar v'im takayetza. And if you did, you're to the chovah. The reason is something for avodazara is disgusting. You can't use something disgusting for that. B'shofar shel ainidahat lo yitka. Shofar for ainidahat don't blow v'im takay lo yetza. United the chovah might tama. What's the reason? Ainidahat kitutem mikatat shore. It's supposed to be burnt, and it's uh, as if it's already burnt, and therefore whatever you grab from it, it's as if it doesn't exist. And therefore the shofar, even though you're blowing it and it's making noise, it's as if you're blowing air and nothing is coming out, no sound. And if a person uh, uh, promised or vowed not to have benefit from his friend, he's allowed to blow a shofar for him. Uh, because again you're not having any benefit from each other over here if a person has a vow not to have benefit from a shofar he's allowed to use the shofar to blow uh, because again it's not a hana'a on that subject if a person vowed not to have benefit from his friend he's allowed to put the, the water of the para aduma on him during the winter, because you, there's no hana'a over here, you're just doing a mitzvah. Have a little bit more to hama. It's too it's too hot in the summer, and when you sprinkle me, it feels good. And therefore, no. Hamudana mi mayan, if a person has a vow not to benefit from a river, tobel bo, tevilash ha mitzvah, bi wotak shamim. 
he's allowed to use it as a mikveh during the winter because your body's not having any benefit. You're just going straight to the mikveh. But you can't go into that river during the summer because you end up having some sort of benefit. Also, it's hot. You get into that river. It's cold. Therefore, it's azur. And they sent to Shmuel's father. If a person was forced to eat matzah, he is yotzei de chova. And the Gemara asks, "Kefa'o man? Who forced him? Ilema kefa'o shed? Let's say shed forced him. Then why should he be yotzei de chova? Ve'atanya, itim halim, itim shotev. Some person is sometimes competent, sometimes not competent. He's sort of schizophrenic. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not." When he's competent, he's not considered competent for everything. And when he's not competent, he's not competent for anything. So if that's the case, if a kafa'o shed to eat the matzah, he shouldn't be a tzedahova either. It shouldn't count. So Amar parsiyim. Now we're talking about where the Persians forced you to do a mitzvah. The Persians uh, put uh, what do you call the matzah in your throat. And the Hidush is, even though you didn't have Kavanah to be Yotzeh Chovah the first night of eating Matzah on the first night of Pesach, still you are Yotzeh. And the Amar Ravan, Ravan understands, if a person blows the Shofar just for music, again, the whole Tashrat, Tashrat, Arat business, or uh, like Rashi says, he switches the Girsah to Hatokeh to get a shed away from him, either way, Yotzeh is Yotzeh the Chovah, and the Gemara asks, well, Pshita, if, uh, why should that be any different than uh, the, the person who the Persians forced him to eat? So the Gemara explains, well, the Tema would have said, Hatam by the Matzah, Echol Matzah Marhamana Ba'achal. Hashem said, eat the Matzah, and he ate the Matzah. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. And even though they forced him at the end of the day, since you have benefit from that eating, you enjoy that eating, therefore it counts. And as she explains, we see that although usually a person who by mistake makes him Avera, he, you know, he's patur, he did. At the end of the day, it was a mistake. But there are certain instances, like a person is playing around with uh, the fat that is asura. He's playing around with arayot, and he ends up doing an avera. He still is hayav because he had ana. Same thing over here. He should be yotzei de chovav, the mitzvah of matzah, because he had benefit at the end of the day. Aval hacha, over here by t'ka'atrofa, zikron teruakativ. It says you have to remember the whole teruak business. He's just playing games. He's not taking it seriously, and maybe he should not be with the Chovah. Kamash Malan Rabbah, that it does count. And the Gemara understands and infers, Alma Kasaba Rabbah, mitzvot and Srichot Kavana. It sounds like Rabbah holds that mitzvot, you don't need Kavana in order to be with the Chovah. Problem is, Etive, Yavbraita, of a person is reading the Torah, and he, it came time for Zmerkat Shema. And my love, what doesn't it mean? Kivenli bol atzet, and that's what makes or break the mitzvah. If you have kavanah to be yitzed chovah, the Gemara says, "Lo, no. If you had kavanah likrot to read it, likrot hakakare. What do you mean? He's reading it. No, the Gemara explains. If a person is reading a sefer Torah, you're reading a sidur just to make sure." That it has the right dikduk, or the sefer Torah has the right lettering. Sometimes totafot has a vav, sometimes it doesn't, etc. Things like that. And you're not really paying attention to actually reading it. And if you're not actually paying attention to actually reading it, maybe you're not reading it correctly. Therefore, if you have kavanah to actually read it, then you are yet the chovah. And Tosfot puts it all together. What's im kivenli bo? If you had kavanah to read it correctly with the right dikduk and wording. 
So now the Gemara has a question on Rabbah from our Mishnah. Tashima. Hayah over a chore bet a kenes. The person is walking behind the shul. O shehayah beto samuch lebet kenes. Or his house is next to the shul. Veshama kol shofar o kol megillah. You heard the shofar megillah. Im kiven libof yad kavana yatsa veim lav lo yatsa. My love, doesn't it mean im kiven libol yatsa that you had kavana to be yatsa de chova and that's the only way to do mitzvah? The Gemara says, lo. If you had kavana lishmoa. Lishmoa? Vashama? What do you mean? You're listening. No, so the Gemara explains. He needs kavana because savur hamor be'alma. Maybe a person could think that it's just a, a donkey screaming. And that's the sound. It's not really a shofar. You have to have kavana that it's actually a shofar making that noise. So now the Gemara a question from Abraita Etive. Nitkaven shomea. If the listener had kavana, velunt kaven mashmi'a, and the person blowing did not have kavana, or mashmi'a velunt kaven shomea, or the person blowing had kavana, not the person listening, lo yatsa achit kaven shomea mashmi'a. You know, you say the chavah until both a listener and blower have kavana. And the gemara's question: Bishlama, I understand nitkaven mashmi'a velunt kaven shomea. If the blower had kavana and the listener didn't have kavana to listen. That's not a problem on Rava because you can always explain that you need the kavana of the person listening because he thought it was a donkey and he wasn't paying attention to the actual shofar. So what about the first part where the person listening had kavana, the person blowing didn't have kavana. Are we talking about a situation where he's blowing uh, for musical purposes or for the shed, whatever it is, and if you didn't have kavana to be motzid chavah, it doesn't count, which goes against what we said. The Gemara says no. Dilma de kamena bachna Maybe this tokiah wasn't really tokiah. He's making noises out of a shofar, and he's not really blowing the way he's supposed to blow. There's a lot of halachot that go into it. Like Tosfot explains, there's a shiur. Let's say is supposed to be uh, three seconds, for example. Okay, this guy uh, he's thinking of blowing for two seconds and ended up being four seconds. Uh, things like that. So it doesn't count because you have to be mechaven to blow the shem Amar le Abba, yes. Ela me'ata. Okay. Then if you hold that mitzvot onit kavana hayashen b'shmini basuka, a person who slept in a sukkah shmini atzeret, okay, you should get makot for adding mitzvot to the Torah. You know, let it add mitzvot to the Torah. And we're talking about Eretz Yisrael. So think about it. You're adding to the mitzvot if you're doing it on purpose. But according to you, even if you didn't do it on purpose, you should also get makot because you did a mitzvah or you added a mitzvah or you added to it. And by the way, we have a known halacha that person sleeps in the sukkah and shmini does not get makot. So Amar lo, Rabat al that's not a question. Shani omer mitzvot eno over alehen elavizmanan. He holds that you could only be over on Baltosif if you're doing an extra mitzvah at the time of doing a mitzvah. This is already way past your time. This is Shemini Atzeh, it's not part of it. For example, if you add a fifth species to the Rabaminim, you have a Lulav, Etrog, Hadassah, Arava, and an apple, for example. Okay, then I understand, that's adding. Or if you add a, an extra string on the tzitzit, okay, I get that. But here you're just sleeping in a sukkah on the eighth day. Eighth day could have been like Pesach, could be Shavuot, could be in the middle of summer, could be anything else. It's not Baltosif. Mativ Rav Shemaan Bar Abba. So now, Rav Shemaan Bar Abba asks a question on Arava. Minayin lekoin she'odeh ladukhan, she'lo yomar ho'il v'natnan li Torah reshut lebrechet Yisrael, osif bracha achat mishali. How do we know a Kohen went up to the Kohanim, 
came back down. How do we know he can't just uh, add more berachot? You know, this guy loves Ben Israel so much, he wants to add more berachot. How do we know that he's not allowed to do that? For example, Kegon, Hashem Yosef Alechem. He wants to do one of those. You cannot add anything. You have to say the beracha as is. Sit back down. Now, Vehaha, Kevan de Barichle, Avra de Zmane. This Kohen, he finished doing Kohanim. He said his final beracha. He's supposed to sit down, just add one more beracha. Now, it's already past that time, so you shouldn't be all there on Bal Tosif. The Gemara explains now, Hacha b'maskir and that Braita with the Kohen we're adding a Beracha is B'delosiyem before he said that final Beracha. The Gemara says, Yeah, but Vehatanya Siyem, we have a Braita that says even if he already finished that final Beracha, he's over in Baltosif. The Gemara explains, No Siyem Beracha Achat. He only said one of the three Pesukim. He didn't finish all three. Vehatanya Siyem Kol Berchotah. But we have a Braita that says if he finished all three, and he added that he's over in Baltosif. Shani HaChav here is different by Berkat Kohanim. He, he's never really finished with giving Berkat Kohanim. Kevan Ilu Mitrameh Sibura Harinaf. He has a different minyan calling him to do Kohanim. Hadar Mevarech. He's going to have to give another Berachat to the Sibur. And therefore, Kule Yoma Zimnao. Maybe the entire day is really his time. Takma says, Umenatimra. How can you say such a thing that a Kohen can make a Berkat Kohanim whenever he feels like it? So Takma explains. Blood of, let's say, example, a bechor maaseh, which are thrown on with one sprinkle on the mizbeach. If they shenit arabu be nitanim matanah, if they got mixed up with blood of, let's say, bechor maaseh, also get thrown one sprinkle. Inatnu matanah, then just throw one uh, sprinkle from all the blood, and you're good to go. Matan arba, be matan arba. If let's say the blood of Shilamim, Hashem, Allah, Toda, that I get thrown on uh, two sprinkles, four corners, uh, then if they got mixed up with each other, then you be matan arba. You could give it with uh, again two, that is four. Matan arba be matan If uh, let's say the blood of Shilamim got mixed up with the bechor, so they supposed to be sprinkled four times, and they're supposed to be sprinkled one time. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, you could put it on all four corners. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, you give it one, only one corner, only one sprinkle, and that's it. And Amar Lord Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer tells Rabbi Yeshua, according to you, you have a problem. You're subtracting from the amount you're supposed to throw. You're supposed to throw on all four corners, you only throw on one. Amar Lord Rabbi Yeshua, you're adding. There's only a sort of baltosif when the blood is by itself, not when it's mixed with other stuff. The same thing, I can also tell you, there's only a sort of subtracting when it's by itself. Rabbi Yeshua pushed back a little bit uh, deeper. When you didn't put on all four corners, you went against not subtracting. You didn't do any action of an avera with your hands. However, when you instead of one, you did four. Then you did a baltosif action with your with your hands, and that's worse. And over here, when you, there's a blood that's supposed to be thrown once, and you throw it four times. Now, once you threw the blood of the bechor. That's it, the mitzvah is over. And still, Katanet says, 
לאו משום דאמין איזם, because we say, כיוון דאילו מתרמה לבוכרה חרינה, הדר מזה מיניה, if another בכור comes, you can throw this blood with it, כל היומה, it's מיניה, and the entire day it's a time, and therefore, the time of the מצווה never passed, this is exactly what Rava said before, that the, the coin can get a different מניין. Tigma asks, what kind of proof is that? Mimai, what kind of proof is that, Rabbi? Tilma kasavar Bishwa, maybe Rabbi Yeshua holds, mitzvot over alehen, afilu shelo yizmanan, maybe Rabbi Yeshua holds, that you're over on Baltosif, even after you finished its time. So the Gemara explains, Anan hachi kaminan, the reason we brought this Mishnah for Rabbi, this is what we're trying to prove. Rav Sheman bar Abba, who asked on Rava from the Brayta with Brakat Kohani, why is he dropping a Mishnah and not going to Brayta? Lotiv, you should ask a question on Rava, mi matnitin from a Mishnah? Is it better, or is it better to ask a question from a, from a Mishnah? Matnitin, my ta'ama lo motiv. So really, Bemet, what's the reason we didn't bring the, uh, the Mishnah? Kevan di'ilu mitrame lebukhra ha'ina ba'ayma zemine, because just in case another bechor uh, comes, you could uh, spray from that one. Kulayoma zimneu, the entire day is considered his time, and therefore you're over on Baltosif. Braitanami, if that's the case, the Braita also... With the Kohanim, Kevan de Imit Ramet Ziburah Hainaf, he gets another minyan, Hadam Mivrach, he'll make another Bracha and send another Brakat Kohanim, and Kuleyom Azimne, and the entire day is his time, and he should be over on Baal Tosif. So the Gemara explains, Virav Sheman Bar Abba, the reason he brought a Brayta and not the Mishnah, because you could always say, Hatam, Losage de Loyahiv. Over there, with the, with the blood that was mixed, you have to give something. Hacha by Birkat Kohanim, if he wants them to do Birkat Kohanim, God, if you don't, no. Every Korban that comes, the blood has to be thrown. But once a Kohen did Kohanim once in the morning, he doesn't have to now look for other Minyanim and have to do it. He doesn't have to do it. He did his mitzvah. That's, therefore, there's no Baltosif, there's no Baltigar, none of that stuff. He, he did his mitzvah. So, therefore, it's a problem on Rava because what we're in essence saying is that even though your mitzvah finished for the day, you, there's still a possibility of you being over Baltosif. Now let's go back to the question Abay asked Raba uh, that uh, Raba held that uh, mitzvot don't need kavana, and the question is uh, therefore if a person slept in the sukkah on the eighth day of of of, of sukkot he should get makot. And Raba said that Baltosif is only the time of the mitzvah, not after the mitzvah is done. And now the Gemara is going to give a different question. So Raba Amar. Let's say it lo ba'ay kavana. To be it said the chovah mitzvah, you don't need kavana la'avor, but to be over in baltosif, there ba'ay kavana. You need kavana in order to like add onto the mitzvah. And therefore, if a person just slept outside of the house in the sukkah, he doesn't get makot because he wasn't mitkaven to do a mitzvah. So the gemara asks, "V'hamatan damim the Rabbi Yeshua? What about the throwing the blood according to Rabbi Yeshua? The la'avor ve'lo ba'ay kavana." That you could be over on Baltosif and you don't need Kavana. I mean, even if you just uh, threw the blood in all four corners, Lashem Bechor, for example, uh, you still would be over on Baltosif. So, Ela Marava, let's say it, Lobai Kavana, to be it, it's a Hova Mitzvah, you don't need Kavana, Laavor, but to be over on Baltosif, Bismano, at its time, Lobai Kavana, you don't need Kavana. Shelo Bismano, after the time, Bae Kavana, you do need Kavana. So to sum up the sugya, a person who sits in the sukkah on the eighth day, Shemini Atzer, doesn't get makot because it's not its time, and he's not mitkaven to be yotzeh dehovah, but throwing the blood that was mixed, you are over on Baltosif because it's still the time of doing the mitzvah, another bechor comes, he'd still have to do it. And a kohen who added another beracha 
from his own onto Berkat Kohanim, even though it's after the time, it's still Ovan Baltosif because he's mitkaven to do a mitzvah. That's the way the Ritva Sadams, the entire Sugi up together, but we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Na'olam. Amen Amen.